The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out of the spirit in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold there were very many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones, and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, Our bones are dry, our hope is lost. And we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from the graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves. O my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you And you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that the Lord have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. This is a passage out of Ezekiel 37. We know that it's uh, heard it preached many times, the dry bones live. And you know, I I felt compelled in this podcast just to talk to... uh, to all of you out there, a little bit about you know the dry places, the dry bones, the dry dreams, the the dry um, dreams that have been lost, the purposes that have been diverted. You know, many of you had dreams throughout your life. Many of you've had um, God dreams, things that God has placed in you. But during time, and we all know this, and we all do go through this. That we go through battles. We know that we war not against flesh, against flesh and blood, but against principalities, rulers in high places. We know that there's a battle that's constantly waged against us. Even after we come to Christ, it seems like the battle intensifies that much more. And you know, over time, our dreams, I, I, I believe with all my heart, when we, we look in the New Testament, we look in the book of Acts, we see the Apostle Paul when he's converted from Saul to Paul, that the Apostle Paul, when he was the, when when the Lord spoke to Simon the Tanner to go pray for him, he said this. He said, he, at that very moment, he said, Paul is praying, and I want you to go lay hands on him that he may be healed and he may receive his sight, because he shall, 
endure much for the kingdom of God. He shall go all through these things because he's going to bring the message to the Gentiles. Do you know what? Paul's conversion, he knew what his purpose was. He knew what the plan of God was from that day forward. He knew that God had a purpose for him to go to the Gentiles. And you know, just like Paul, you and I, when we come to Christ, I believe that he gives us a picture. He gives us in our spirit, man, a picture of what our calling is, of what God has uh, ordained for you and I to accomplish here on earth, our specific purpose. And But what happens is, is it's, it's quite interesting. We all start off excited. We all start off um, plowing towards that dream. And some, some plow harder and obtain it quicker. But then some go through some battles. They go through some spiritual warfare. They go through some dry places in their journey. Just like these bones, they were laying in a valley and they were dead. And the Lord even told him, he said that the bones were the house of Israel. But they say... They indeed say our bones are dry and our hope is lost and we are cut off. Many times we become dry and we feel like our hope is lost. We feel like we've been cut off from what God has for us. Um, Even in this passage right here, the Lord said that I'm going to bring you into your land. You know, a lot of times what causes that dryness is we're not in our land. We're not doing what God has called us to do. I know that I've, I've worked in ministry off and on for years, full-time as well as volunteer. And I, I know that uh, sometimes we can have a picture of what God's going to do. We have, a, we, we have this picture of a process, especially in ministry. You know, I found early on that, you know, there was a, a kind of a, a path that everybody seemed to take. You know, they, they would get saved. God would begin to call them into ministry. And then the pastor would put them in the youth department. They would work for youth with the youth for a series of time. And then after time, they'd begin to mature. And then he would bring them into the main sanctuary. And he would begin to use them as more of an assistant pastor or maybe an associate pastor. And eventually that person would mature. And over time and over years, they would become the senior pastor. I learned early on that that wasn't my path. I've never been a youth pastor. I've never been a... Uh, I, I've, I've spoke at youth conferences. I've spoke at youth camps. But my path was God just began to open doors for me to speak to men and women in the church as well as uh, I went to a, I did a jail ministry. But I also know that I've taken positions in churches where um, it's been an administrative job or it's been a, a job that, uh, that was a task that I really didn't want to do or didn't feel equipped to do or didn't really know how to do. And the caveat, the, the, the carrot, so to speak, was, but you also get to preach or you also get to teach. And, and you take this position anyway, and then you, you find out right away that you're not in your land. You're not in your position. You're not in your calling. And then what happens is, is you become um, dry. You, become, you lose hope. You become, uh, if you're not careful, you can become angry. You can uh, hold it against the other person. When the reality is they offered you something, but you took it. You accepted it. And part of us moving into what God has for us in 2020 is taking responsibility for our actions. Taking responsibility for our decisions that we've made. Where we're at today is because decisions we made. So we have to take responsibility for that. But when you're in a position to where you are 
not in your land, you're not in your calling, um, it's difficult. It's difficult. It's hard. It's hard soil. Um, I believe that, you know, God has a specific plan. He's a specific call for all of us. And what we have to do is we have to find that call. We have to find that purpose. Then we have to walk it out. We have to grow in it. We have to develop in it. We have to become all that God has called us to be. I know for me, when I was in, um, I was working in one particular church, there was, I was doing all kinds of different ministry jobs and I just became miserable because I wasn't doing what God had called me to do anymore. And, um, and it, it, it affected me. It affected me. It affected the people around me because I wasn't walking in the fullness of what God has for me. And it was, it was, uh, stunning my growth. And, but when I finally began to pull away from that and get into a place to where I was doing what God has called me to do, then joy comes in that. Then the bones begin to live. But here's the reality is some of you have laid down your dreams. You've laid down your purpose and God's calling you to speak to that thing. And you need to realize there are power in your words. If you're always saying, I never will walk out what God has for me. I'll never be what God has called me to be, then you'll never be what God's called you to be. Now, it's important not only to speak it, but you need to you need to start um, working towards it. If you're called to be a minister and you've laid down that dream because nobody ever asked you to minister, nobody ever asked you to preach, nobody ever um, acknowledged that call in your life, then what you need to do is, one, is you need to get in, begin to speak to it. You need to begin to speak to it in prayer. You need to begin to act like that preacher. And not only that, you need to prepare like that preacher. And you know how you prepare? You study God's Word. When you study God's Word, He gives you revelation. When He gives you revelation, I want to tell you something. He'll give you opportunity. When I got saved in 1994, I was praying. And I got before the Lord and I said, God, everybody is telling me I'm called to preach. Everybody's telling me that I'm called to minister. Now, God, what do I do? How do I, how do I walk that out? Well, does that mean I go off to college? What does that mean I do, Lord? And the Lord spoke plain as day to me. He said, never ask a man for a pulpit. So I've never done that. But what's opened the pulpits for me is preparation. You see, success is, is when a man is ready for his time. There was a prophet that came through the house and he spoke over me and he said, you're called to minister. He said, now, do you know what that means? I said, no. He said, that means you're to study. That means you're to grow. That means you're to get into God's word. And what I found is, is when I get into God's word and I spend time with God and I allow the spirit to teach me and, and reveal his word to me, opportunities come. I never ask a man for a pulpit. I've never went to a church and said, well, I'm called, I'm called. No, I've just always prayed and God's opened doors. God says, what you ask for in secret, he said, I'll open, I'll give you openly. And that's been, that's been the norm for me. Now I know some people, they, you know, God has told them to go here or to do this or maybe start a church. That's fine. That's what God's called you to do. But my point is this, is if you have a dream, maybe, maybe it's a business. You say, I want, I, I know that God has called me to a business. I have an idea. I have a, I know that I can do this business. But because of some reason, maybe not the finances, maybe nobody else got on board. You laid that down. You need to start speaking to it, but then you also need to start preparing for it. And how do you prepare for it? You prepare for it by spending time before God. You prepare for it by reading books on business. 
You prepare for it by taking courses on businesses. You prepare for it by getting yourself ready that you'll be able to do what God's called you to do. So I just want to encourage you today, speak to that, speak to that dry dream. Speak to that dryness and begin to speak to it. Prophesying is speaking for God. Speak God's word on over it. Speak things like, you shall live and not die. Speak things like, God will do abundantly above all we can ask or think. Speak things like, all things are possible with God. Speak things like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Listen, you need to speak to that dream and then you need to prepare prepare, make a plan, study, get into God's word, but also study, read books, listen to podcasts. There's so much information out there today and prepare because God is going to birth something in you this year that has been dormant for a long time. And I prophesy to you today that your, your best days are ahead of you, but you got to step into what God has for you. I hope this has encouraged you. Go to our website, TonyHenley.org. Um, subscribe to our podcast give us a review if you feel like donating you're more than welcome to donate you can do it through PayPal or through our anchor account as well Um, if you feel like you want to be a sponsor email us and we can uh, give you the information Uh, I pray that this blesses you and remember God is not mad at you but he's mad about you God bless